You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Bulletin. You're joined by myself, Clancy Overall. We've got two of our upstart crack journalists here with me today. We've got Wendell Hussey. Hello, Wendell. Hello, Clancy. How are you? Good, thanks. And we've got Effie Bateman. How are you, Effie? Yeah, good, good. Well, Effie, you're going to be reading the news today. Wendell's going to take the back seat. Can you start with today's headline, please? Yes, so Scotty has calmed down flood victims by replacing Africa Lyric with Lismore in a stirring Toto cover. Yes, it's been another tough week in flood-affected regions with plenty of people calling out for greater state and federal assistance. Prime Minister Scott Morrison was in isolation for seven days and therefore was unable to declare a national emergency and send proper assistance to the region, apparently. That's two, actually, of the most notable and uh, concerning Uh, Symptoms of coronavirus, not being able to uh, help people or send them any money. Eventually, he did get out and made his way up north to the Northern Rivers and made quite an impression. He did, Clancy. Media were actually banned from the majority of his trip up there for some weird, weird reason. But they were actually allowed to get pictures for a small period of time. And that was when he busted out the ukulele and treated the town to an incredible rendition of that big Toto hit Effie just mentioned there, which was quite impressive, apparently. As he said, there was nothing more that 180F or troops could ever do. Very good. Media were then handcuffed and blindfolded again immediately after the concert as he chopped off into the sky. Opposition leader Anthony Albanese is apparently getting up there sometime this weekend, depending on whether he's got drinks with media elites or not, and our next headline follows this developing story. Bloke who can't roll out flood recovery carrying on like he can protect us from global superpower. Yes, that's right. Talking about Scotty banging on about China there. Despite the fact that it took him the better part of a week to move a couple of hundred troops just a few kilometres up the coast, our Prime Minister is continuing to make lots and lots of noise about the fact that only he can save us from an imminent Chinese invasion. Yes, running the webcam while chucking a sickie, the Prime Minister warned us that we must stay strong in the face of the arc of autocracy. That came after he continued to bang on about the Labor Party being the choice of the Chinese Communist Party and politicising the issue of national security more generally. An interesting angle to push ahead of this car key election. Yes, there was a good comment on that story from Peter Frere, and he said, As a Lismore resident, the conversations that have been had up there are, can you imagine if we were really under attack? Just clearing this up, I'm in the ADF who are on the ground and are keen to help. It's a complete lack of overview and coordination that's frightening. I'm not blaming them for the late arrival. These guys and girls don't make that decision. That's higher up from the ground there in Lismore. International Women's Day, local men's rights activist psychs himself up for a big day online. Yes, I mean, this article was an interesting one, caused a lot of controversy, some very angry comments. Errol Parker himself, he actually said he had a couple of mates from those outdoor trips that he goes away on, said his mates did not look too favourably upon this, called it a character assassination that you published, Clancy. Yeah, well, look, you can call it that if you want. It was simply a one-on-one interview with a local men's rights activist where he presented his point of view, and I reported on that. That's all I did. The World of Warcraft enthusiast was getting quite wound up, especially when he delivered this quote to me. This day is divisive. It creates a divide in society and tearing families apart. Even my stupid mum knows that. Get back to me when there's an International Men's Day. Yeah, unfortunately, it's sometime in November, isn't it? The International Men's Day, but doesn't quite fit in with his agenda. It's lost on this Mensa club. Entertainment news now, and the Arabs are relieved to be finally handing the Hollywood movie bad guy stereotype 
back to Russians. Yes, it's a huge relief, apparently, after nearly 20 years of being terrorists, getting shot by American snipers, blown up by Iron Man, or receiving a green stick fracture from some Bruce Willis type. The world's Arabic people say they are very excited to lob that on-screen grenade back over to the Ruskies, obviously with what's happening in Ukraine there. Yes, a Russian spokesperson we had a chat to said they are keen to once again be the nuclear missile holding sex worker trafficking prison tattoo recipients that Hollywood presented them as for the whole Cold War. In fact, there was a time when Rambo, John Rambo of uh, Sylvester Stallone fame, teamed up with the Middle Easterns, the Afghans, mm. to defeat the Russians with rocket launches in the in the early 80s. I think that was Rambo 2. Yeah, that's when they were the good guys. It's incredible how quickly it mm. changes, isn't it? So. Well, it was around the time they started using American guns back on us that um, they became the bad guys. That's right, the Taliban. The Taliban, well. yeah. 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 Oh, it's okay. almost like they were put there by the American government. Anyway, that's all from us this week. Thank you for tuning in. We'll get you next time. Get your insect repellent. We're not going to say why, just get it. Thank you.